It's time for Around the Ozarks in 5. Here are your hosts, Ethan and Sarah Foreheads. Hey, good morning to you on this Tuesday. I hope your week is going well. We're going to start out doing a little news around the Ozarks. All right. Across the state of Missouri, there are now 207 dispensaries approved to sell recreational marijuana. And it's, of course, for people 21 and older. But at those locations over opening weekend, they sold eight and a half million dollars worth of recreational pot. Uh, in Springfield, there are 12 dispensaries. In the cities directly surrounding Springfield, there are six additional. I don't know what number I expected that to be, um, but eight and a half million dollars worth seemed very high to me. No well, we pun intended. Driving, no pun intended. We, we went to yeah, we went to hockey practice Saturday morning in uh, downtown Spring at the ice park. It's ice hockey, so. Uh, the ice park. And uh, we saw lines outside one of those dispensaries on national street right near there. And uh, that was before we realized that sales had started on Friday because uh, our, I don't know where our heads were, but they weren't there. And uh, we were like, Oh, well, I guess they're selling it now. And then sure enough, they started on Friday. They were supposed to start on Monday, yesterday, Monday. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> the line, by the way, um, had, 20 people in it probably at that was outside the building. Yeah. Outside the building. Um, it was kind of unbelievable, but anyway, here we are, here we are eight and a half million dollars later. Um, all right. In other news, uh, big news yesterday, Springfield based convoy of hope responding to the devastating earthquakes that hit Turkey and Syria. Uh, the pictures, uh, are unreal if you have seen them as I was watching them yesterday on the news. Um, one of them registered 7.8 on the Richter scale. Uh, thousands of people already confirmed dead. And of course, uh, that number expected to rise a lot as there's still lots of rubble uh, to be gone through. Uh, Convoy of Hope working with partners on the ground there to get essential relief supplies to survivors. Yeah, and it... Uh it's tough to do in that situation because everything is down in that country. Uh, so we're, we're working in different parts of the country to try, try to ship over some product uh, and get it there as quickly as possible. Uh, and then Syria is a difficult country to work in uh, just because of uh, it's a closed country. So they don't allow us in much to do that sort of work. So the work that we do there, we kind of have to send money in different ways and, um, and just, try to help that way. Uh, but it's a, it's a horrific situation. You've everybody's seen the pictures. It's just piles of rubble used to be buildings. Uh, so no doubt the death toll will climb substantially. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, all right. Back here in the Ozarks, Drury university is once again, offering tax clinics for low income taxpayers. Uh, they're on Mondays all this month. 4 to 7 o'clock in the p.m. at the O'Reilly Enterprise Center, which, of course, is located there on Drury's campus. So stop by, call ahead of time if you want, see if you can get a reservation uh, to do that. Taco Habitat in Southeast Springfield is the latest restaurant owned by Michael Feltz to be evicted from the premises. The restaurant on Glenstone near Primrose has an eviction notice now posted on the door Rent totaling $57,000 has not been paid, according to that order. Uh, Feltz is accused of using COVID relief money meant for businesses for personal gain. 
uh, you know, his other restaurants, Hot Cluckers, Bourbon and Beal, uh, both of those are already shut down. Uh, and now Taco Habitat is the latest. And uh, I like that place. That was a good place. I, I was really sad when I heard that because we don't go out to eat often, but that is one place that we've been back to twice, you know, um, and because I liked hot cluckers too. So I, I never went to hot cluckers. I never, I don't know who Griffin you took on a lunch date, but it wasn't me. Uh, Griffin, that makes perfect sense. He would also love hot cluckers. I am sure of it. He, yeah, he wanted to, he had a hankering for wings and wanted to try hot cluckers. So we <laughs> That's funny. Um, the Missouri State Foundation is now the owner of the old Glass Place events venue in downtown Springfield. It's located near the Discovery Center on St. Louis Street. Uh, the MSU Foundation paid $1.75 million for that venue, which will be rented out for parties, receptions, banquets, and other events to make money for the foundation. It'll also be used as a meeting space for MSU faculty and students. Have you been in there? It's actually really cool venue. I spoke in there one time um, and I thought it was a neat, it's neat. I like it. Uh, no, I've never been to, what's it called? The old glass place? No, I've never been there. You would know it if you drove right by it. But um, yeah, if would you I? haven't been in there, then then you don't know, but it's nice. Uh, I've been to some other places similar to that, but uh, not that one. So I can't even picture where it is really, but. At any rate, uh, Missouri State Foundation try to make some money on it. Good for them. Uh, arena football could be coming to Springfield. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> well, uh, Springfield is one of 10 cities finalists to get a team to play in a new indoor football league. Uh, it's up for vote, Springfield is, against other cities, including Kansas City, Oklahoma City, Little Rock, and some others. Uh, the website where you can vote is thearenaleague.football. The or the, but if it's arena following that, it would be the, the arena league dot football is, uh, is the website. I tried to go there to vote, but here's the deal between you and me. They wanted all my personal information just to vote. So I, uh, I backed out gracefully. Uh, I don't, I don't, here's the, deal. I, I don't know that this is a binding vote. So I, me thinks they've just got, uh, the idea that they want to get some PR uh, across the country in some, in some cities uh, that will do that. Springfield is one of them, but uh, listen, it's not going to be a fair fight if Kansas city is up against Springfield and it's a popular vote, right? Right. Well, also Oklahoma city and little rock. Um, yeah. And of course, Kansas city are all so much bigger Correct. than Springfield. First yeah. of all, secondly, yes, I don't know if the, it doesn't say that the vote is binding. So perhaps it's just to get your email address and then spam you. It's um, a marketing ploy, but it's a good marketing ploy because it got me to go to the website. it's hilarious that you went and then backed out because this is the man who doesn't own an iPhone because he doesn't appreciate that it's always listening as if his Samsung isn't. <laughs> <laughs> as if his Samsung isn't. That's my thing. Um, but I will tell you, and I know that this has happened to everybody, right? Like you're talking about something, you're in conversation, and then it like shows up on your phone. Well, it happened to me so many times last week that, and it was so specific that I did reconsider. I did for a moment say, you know what? Maybe my husband is onto something Maybe. and he's not crazy. 
I also Maybe. got rid of our Alexa in the house. Remember that? We got somebody got us one of those and I threw it right in the trash. I know. I really enjoyed it because I would talk to her and tell her to play me music and she would play my favorite songs. Um, other times I would enable like the news app and listen to KY3 or, you know, some people probably listen to us around the Ozarks on their Alexa, but not Ethan. Nope. He threw it right away. Listen, China's gathering all sorts of information. We saw that over <laughs> with the balloon over the weekend. So uh, I'm not going to help them in any way. How about that? I'm afraid Let's, that you might already be, but that's neither well, here nor I'm there. I'm sure that I am, but I'm going to, if I can be conscious of it and do it, I'll, I'll do it. All right. Let's do weather locally. Uh, today, uh, what is it? Rain today? Is that what I'm seeing? Yeah. 90, it might be raining. I haven't even looked outside this morning. Is it, it might be raining now. I don't know. 90, it's dark. 90% chance of rain today, 100% chance tomorrow. So the meteorologists are really saying, you know, they should put their money with their mouth is, shouldn't they? Uh, they don't do that, though. Uh, 49 for the high today and tomorrow. You try to predict God. Good luck. 50, 54 on Thursday. Uh, no rain. And then maybe some more rain on Friday. And it says flurries because it's going to get cold. The high Friday is 36, low of 20. So maybe that's when we'll see the flurries when it's down near the 20. But Boo. nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about. Um. All right. Um, speaking of weather, we had the ice, uh, actually while I was gone, pretty perfect timing. If you ask me, yeah. anywho, um, that left a lot of potholes. And so the city of Springfield and the Missouri department of transportation are now working to patch those potholes that have opened up and they want you, the driver to report them. So their respective websites have links to do so. Let them know where the pothole is. And uh, at least for the city, they say that they hope to get those repaired within a 48-hour time frame of the time the report is made. Hey, listen, I, I say what you want about government, and I've got a lot of complaints about government, but that's, that's impressive. I appreciate that they're saying, hey, we want to know where the potholes are so we can fix them. Please let us know. I appreciate that. You say that like you're surprised. Well, I'm just saying, I, you don't hear this. Listen, it's government. And they're not always asking for my input. So this is local city government that we're talking about. You're still it's government. Listen, I'm sorry for my husband taking out. I don't even know what the issue is, to be honest with you, on our local city officials. But he clearly hasn't been in the trenches as a reporter like I have, because once you know them personally, you find out that you can't just paint them with this umbrella stroke, Ethan Foreheads. That's why they want you to know basement. them personally, is so you won't do a story that's critical. That's not true. No, um, I, don't, I don't have a problem with local government. I wonder but. if Earl Newman is listening right now. He's retired, but he was the best. But and, uh, I, I'm just saying, if, if when a government asks my opinion and is genuine and is going to do something about it, that's a win, because I think that's rare. <laughs> Anywho, moving on. You don't? You think that happens all the time? No, I, by the people, for the people. Is it perfect? No. Is there, is there an agenda? Of course. But for the most part, I like to see the silver lining and the good in people. So I don't oh. know what happened to Mr. Debbie Downer over there. Listen, I will take care of this after the show, Okay. You have my word. 
Um, all right. In other news, the Library Center on Campbell in South Springfield no longer has a coffee company operating inside. Uh, just for the record, I did my part. Anytime I take the kids to the library, I always get a coffee, but no more. Seattle Roast is shutting down operations less than a year after opening there, uh, blaming high cost, supply chain issues, and health reasons. Uh, prior to Seattle Coffee, Mudhouse used to sell coffee at the library center. Perhaps it's not busy enough, honestly. I don't know. I mean, the library's busy. I don't know if that section is busy enough. It doesn't sound like it, but I yeah, would have guessed know. that it would have been. There's, I think there's one other Seattle coffee. Do you know where that is? I don't know another Seattle uh, there I don't was, think I've ever had it. Yeah, there was one in downtown Springfield. Is it still there, I assume? I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I, think I think it is still there. Where's yes. that, though? Uh, on the corner on the of corner? Walnut the, and... Um, is it South and Walnut? Is that where the old little price cutter store used to be? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have seen that. I just haven't been in there to get coffee. Okay. It's good. I mean, uh, I like it. I uh, try to support local coffee companies as you know especially during covid ethan can tell you i bought yeah, I'm aware. lots of gift cards uh we know chip carey pronounced carey will be the new television play-by-play announcer for the st louis cardinals broadcasts on bally sports this year okay he is a st louis native who recently spent 20 years announcing for the atlanta braves which is that's a long time that's a that's tough to leave a job after 20 years uh, his grandfather, of course, former Cardinals announcer, more uh, famous for being a Cubs announcer, Harry Carey. Hey! Every, whenever, in, I think when anybody does a Harry Carey uh, impression, they're actually doing Will Ferrell doing Harry Carey. Exactly. Hey! Yes. Because uh, even just you saying that makes me know who he is. By the way, um, Ethan pronounced his name a couple times off the top there for emphasis because I said it wrong. But to my credit, I looked up the pronunciation because I am not a St. Louis native born and raised Cardinals diehard fan like he is. And it said, Curray. <laughs> and Ethan made fun of me. And I'm like, thank you, Google, for leading me astray. Harry Curray. <laughs> no, I know who care. I know Harry Carey because of Will Ferrell. But I'm not a fan <laughs> of the Cubs. And I am by default grandson. because I've been married to you for 17 years. This is his grandson. Something they, like that. They pronounce it the same way. He and his grandson. <laughs> anyway, Chip Carey says it's a dream come true uh, to come full circle and to end up calling games in the city where he grew up and where he graduated high school, which is pretty cool. Uh, spring training starts February 15th. We're getting closer and closer to spring training and the promise of baseball, which I think we're all clinging to at this point. Yeah. I was a little bit jealous when I heard the news because I was voting for Ethan, but as it turns out, it was a non-binding vote and nobody cared that I wanted him to be the Cardinals announcer. Yeah. And I had one vote and Carrie had several. So you did have one though. And it was the most important one. Come on. Yeah. I feel I like that should count for something. I appreciate you thinking that somehow I can get into a baseball booth and be the Cardinals announcer. That's no, you have baritone me. in your voice. People still that's, recognize your voice. You'll go in like all incognito and you say something and they're like, oh, that is you. Ethan. Like, I feel like it's a, no. gift. it's a gift. You've been given a gift in your voice. Cardinals Nation would eat me alive. Uh, that is for sure. I wouldn't want any part of that. It would ruin the whole experience for me. <laughs> uh, I'm positive of that. All right. We're late. 16 minutes in.
And it's been a fun one. Gosh. Thank you for watching. 16 minutes uh, in. That's because Ethan went on a soapbox a couple of times. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. We'll rein it in tomorrow. Thank you for watching. We will see you back here uh, tomorrow morning. Bye. Bye.